Hello and welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. Our goal is to partner with parents to find biblical solutions to real-life issues. Hey and welcome to the Parenting Podcast. Today's topic is Easter, preparing our family to celebrate Easter. So, uh, really excited to tackle this topic. I am your host, Jared Leonard, and I'm here with my beautiful wife and co-host, Alyssa. Happy Easter. Well, coming up. Almost. <laughs> We're coming. And our guests today are Dan and Amy Halfman. Say hi. Hi, hi everyone. Hey. And uh, would you mind just sharing really briefly the uh, the ages of your children? Sure. We've got three kiddos. Brady's five and a half. Harper is three and a half, and Eliana just turned one. Oh, man. How fun is that? That <laughs> is fun. That is fun. <laughs> <laughs> and tiring. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. Well, one of the main reasons we actually chose to have you guys on the podcast for this topic uh, was because, Dan, you, you wrote a book. You wrote a book on this topic called The Reason for Easter. Um, so tell us just a little bit about that and why you chose to to write this book um my wife and i were saved just a few years ago we both grew up thinking that we were christians we believed we were christians uh, but we hadn't heard that gospel message presented in that way and our eyes were opened and and we were saved um we thank the lord for that every day and we were recognizing that our children um needed to hear that gospel message Mm -hmm. and a way that children, especially the age of our little ones, connect with information and st- information sticks with them is through books. Um, so we kind of were talking back and forth about like we, we need to find a good book, which actually started with a Christmas book, but mm-hmm. it evolved then into a, into a couple others. And we were finding we were we're missing something in these even even the religious based books they talked about the resurrection. They talked about mm-hmm. all of the things associated with Easter that are amazing things, but we couldn't find one that had that punchline, that last bit of actually sharing the gospel and that necessary component of accepting it personally, of, of that yeah. true gospel message. So um, it became something that God put on my heart to you know write it down and didn't really have an experience with that. Um, but again, God, God used me to put it down on paper in a way that children can associate with. My hope is that parents can associate with, yeah. um, basically simplify it to the point where a child can understand it and, and remember it and remember it. And sometimes things just make more sense that way. So it became something where I wanted that message and we couldn't find it and it just kind of happened. I love um, that. So, and, and our children have responded well to it. Um, they've, They've enjoyed reading it. They want to read it, which then they're getting that message consistently in a way that they can connect with. Um, and it's it's just been a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, Dan is a world-renowned author <laughs> and has written many, many books. <laughs> no, what I, what I love the most about this is that you're a dad. You wanted to teach your kids about Easter and Christmas, I guess, was the first thing. And then you didn't find anything, so you wrote something. That's awesome. You're not like a, a world-renowned author or anything, maybe someday, but um, who knows? That's not why you did it, or the purpose is, is your heart behind is you wanted them to come into contact with the gospel. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, let's let's talk about that a little bit. Why, then, is Easter so important to Christians? We talk about that a lot. 
Oh man, it's it's the Super Bowl, right? For Christians. Mm-hmm. That's what Pastor Pat would say too. It's the <laughs> Super Bowl. It's this is what Christ did for us, and it's the miracle that God rose him from the dead on Easter. Mm-hmm. And if we believe in that Jesus died and three days later rose again that that is how we can go to heaven is if we believe that in our heart. And so this, we get to celebrate that then every year. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. It's important to celebrate it, but it's important that you do have that in your heart. And then as parents, that's our job to make sure we're translating that message to our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Has Easter always been important to you? Well, growing up, I would say if we were talking about the Christian holidays, that Christmas would have been the big one for me. And I do still love Christmas, don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong, but now I would say Easter holds much more value to me because without Easter, we don't get to go to heaven. Right. So Easter just means so much more. And also Good Friday, the Jesus died on the cross for my sins, that my sins are the ones holding him to that cross. That means a lot too, to go to a good Friday service. And in the past, I would have almost written that off Mm -hmm. that that just good Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't hold any weight, I guess, in my heart. And I think too, especially with younger children, even older children, Christmas has so much of a buildup. Oh, yeah. You know, we, yeah, sure. We, we as a society, whether it's a secular society or, or the, even the Christians, uh, we, there's so much that builds up to Easter, or excuse me, to Christmas. Yeah. And you get caught up in that. You get the preparation and everything comes in, and then and then Easter comes along, and it was, at least for me growing up, it was, it was there, and we celebrated it, mm-hmm. but it didn't hold the same weight. It didn't hold that same impact. Um, You're not getting presents. (laughs) Well, maybe. Well, I suppose. (laughs) We're getting there. We'll we'll talk about candy (laughs) here in a minute. (laughs) But but that's where I think we weren't getting that gospel message. Mm -hmm. So without the gospel, does it hold as much weight? Or is Easter just another thing that happened Mm -hmm. if if you take the gospel out of it? So I think that's that's when we started to realize that Easter's, pretty big deal yeah um, because of the gospel yeah well we know that that easter is about the gospel it's about jesus um but there is an easter bunny that uh (laughs) kids often see and um is portrayed and things so so what as maybe as christian parents what do we do about the easter bunny oh the bunny (laughs) (laughs) i just keep thinking to myself that in your heart the bunny can't be bigger than your bread. The mm-hmm. bread being Jesus, we can't make Easter about the bunny. Mm-hmm. For us and what we've talked about, you know, kind of where we're at right now is it's okay for us to have the Easter bunny be there. You know, we kind of associate the bunny with there's the tooth fairy. Yeah. There's Spider-Man. There's sure. Elsa. There's these magical fun things that our kids have fun with, but at the end of the day, it's my job as their mom to make sure they know the real reason that we're celebrating Mm. Easter. And sure, so it's fun for us to have kind of these little things that we do around Easter time, 
Um, but that's not our main focus. However, when I did ask our three-year-old today <laughs> why we celebrate Easter, I said, well, first, do you know the reason for Easter? And she said, by Dan Halfman. <laughs> and then she does. She knows it well. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> and then she said, well, we get eggs. Yeah. I thought, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I still got some work to do yep. here. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, some kids, uh, you know, why do you go to church? And they might say, well, because I get donuts. For donuts. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's super important to make that clear. Uh, talk, you said there's some fun things you do, um, around Easter. Go ahead and talk about some of those things. Sure. We do some Easter bunny stuff. We'll do Easter egg hunts just either as a family or around the neighborhood or with our extended family. Um, we put together little Easter baskets for the kids. Um, but then we really just try to spend that Easter day either with our family or with friends who are like family. Yeah, and we've, especially since we've been saved, we try to incorporate um, those Easter baskets with things. That, you know, there, there's some candy in them. Again, you know, we know they're going to talk to their friends and they got candy in theirs. And mm-hmm. um, But then we've tried to incorporate um, Christian values into those as well, putting like a little Easter book um, or something in there that helps direct them towards and, and remind them that that's why we're doing it. Um, and it's not all because of this other external thing that, that they're going to get. Yeah, I think that's great. Alyssa, how <coughs> you want to talk? Yeah, some we've about... We've done similar things, things done. with our kids, too, with Easter baskets of, yeah, putting things in. I mean, our kids love candy, but they don't need a giant basket mm-hmm. full of candy, right? So, yeah, ways that you can kind of put some things in there to kind of point them back to the gospel and point them back to to Jesus and the real reason for Easter. I think that's great. Um, I think, too, the what you're saying about the Easter bunny and like all those fun things, just not making them the most important thing Mm -hmm. and, um, and letting it be a fun pretend thing kind of, and not making it so real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Although it is kind of, it it sounds fun to make it (laughs) be more real, but we really want Jesus to be the real thing to our kids. I think that's great. So it's not wrong. And God has not said, Thou shalt not have Easter baskets or Easter egg hunts or anything like that is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the emphasis is God did say this is important. The gospel. Yeah. Jesus has done. And that's what you're, you're saying and you're telling your kids and we want the parents at Sailorville to be teaching their kids as well. And I think that it becomes something that can be different for every family, even every child within Mm -hmm. every family. Mm -hmm. If you have a child that seems to connect with, with that gospel message and they understand it and they're doing fine with that, then that may be something that's not a temptation for them. But if you have a child who's maybe starting to get confused on what is most important, if they're starting to stray away from that, then maybe that's something different. And that's no different from right an adult. You know, we, we all have different tendencies to, to get drawn to different things. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends on how's it going with that individual child, with that individual family, you know, Maybe one it's okay. Maybe one it's not so okay because they're turning that into the main focal point. And then we have to redirect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on this line of traditions, is there anything you do with your family? Have you done anything to kind of lead up to Easter? You know, some people do 
Lent or something like that, or maybe even a shorter version of something to kind of build up a devotional or something. Have you done anything like that with your kids? No, I used to do Lent, I guess, growing Mm -hmm. up because my mom grew up Catholic. And so she kind of had that background. So we would do that every now and then, but that's not something we really practice anymore. Um, Given the ages of our kids, we haven't really started Mm -hmm. doing a devotional, but I think that is something that at least Brady would start to understand now. Um, And he can read and I'm sure there's lots of different kids devotionals that would be age appropriate for him. Yeah. Yeah. And we've made an emphasis again, since we've been saved, you know, going to that good Friday service Mm -hmm. is important to us. Mm -hmm. Um, Making sure that that's something that we are beginning to get our minds right and our hearts right and, and pointing it towards Easter um, just making sure that we are are involved in that, and I think with Lent, I mean, it's something that we, again we haven't done with with our family. But if it's something that your heart convicts you to do, then do it. Yeah. Um, I remember growing up, people would talk about like I gave up pop for Lent. It's like, okay, <laughs> did you do it just to do it, um, or are you doing it for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where where this all boils down to is just making sure that we're we're recognizing the intensity and the gravity of what Jesus did for us. And, and as long as that's where our hearts are, then we're going to be where we need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Our family's done a couple of things. Um, there's some resources and we may link to some of those. Um, done some like family devotional type things. There's a few books that have, we did a, Oh, it was a few years ago we offered to the parents at Sailorville some cards that kind of did a little f- devotional thing leading up to Easter, or um, there was like a little book that did like a week-long thing. So there are some good resources out there, but I think it's okay if you don't. <laughs> There's yeah. no, no right or wrong thing. The Bible doesn't say you have to lead up to Easter with this many <laughs> days of doing this with your kids. But yeah, yeah, I love that we're coming back to, we're pointing to Jesus and and whatever we need to do for our family to point back to that and to prepare our hearts. I think that's great. Yeah, in a similar way, it's it's kind of like Advent at Christmas time where, you know, it's you don't have to do something, but you can. Yeah. Um, and I, I find it personally, it's good for me to, during that season, Advent and, and kind of leading up to, to Easter, Lent or whatever, that I personally reread the story of Jesus being born at Christmas and the story of, his death, burial, and resurrection around Easter time, just just for myself, mm-hmm. um, and then that spills over into conversations and relationships, mm-hmm. um, and that involves our kids and um, youth and, and other people that I I talk to. So, just just good to think about. Obviously, not not something that everyone has to do, um, but I found that helpful for me personally. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, so. That's it. I, I guess we're toward the end here. <laughs> it kind of snuck up on you. Today. I know. <laughs> well, uh, are you, do you have any final thoughts? Any other questions that you're like, oh, you should have asked me this, Jared. Let's talk about that. Any final thoughts or, or things that came to your mind as we were talking about this topic and you're like, ah, I wanted to say one more thing. No, I think you did a fantastic job. <laughs> I think you did covered a fantastic it. job. <laughs> yeah, we just we just ask the questions. You guys have the hard job of answering them. So, 
Well, thanks for being willing to come on this podcast. This is uh, it's really a lot of fun and really cool to hear from you guys. Um, maybe a, different, a little bit of a different perspective. You're newer to the faith and just doing your best at seeking to raise your kids in a godly way, in a gospel-centered way. Um, and so we're super excited about that. Maybe we'll have to have you back at Christmas time. You can talk about your Christmas book. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> We'll definitely be linking to the Easter book yep. in the show notes yeah, we'll, so everybody can find that. Yeah, easily. we'll be linking to, to Dan's Easter book and maybe a few other resources that you, you can take advantage of there as your family. Um, so anyway, thank you for listening. Listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of the Parenting Podcast. Um, again, special thanks to Dan and Amy Halfman here for joining us. Um, we'll thank provide some... Us. Yeah. Yep, thanks for having us. Absolutely. We'll provide some some further resources here on and link that in the show notes. So check those out and join us our for our next podcast. Our topic is going to be where should I send my kids to school? Public, private, or homeschool? Guess you're gonna have to tune in to find out. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for joining us. Have a great day.